Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on, guys? Uh, So pretty much we want to welcome everyone back to NFT Nation's uh, Bitcoin Bulletin, where we explain the most recent and important news surrounding Bitcoin and the crypto market as a whole and pretty much today we are going to be talking about uh how the um recent topic of the bitcoin bonnie and clyde kind of uh drama and news and everything surrounding that but before we start uh here's how the crypto market has done this week and it's actually uh different from when we normally talk about the crypto market it's actually doing pretty well this week we have bitcoin at forty three thousand dollars uh up around 15 percent we have eth uh breaking three thousand at up 13 percent we have binance coin up uh up around 10 percent xrp up a whopping 35 percent cardano up eight percent and solana up three percent this week and also you can't forget avalanche up around 30 percent so obviously this week has been very very good for pretty good gains across the board yeah exactly yeah so but before you get started in the episode we like to say that everything mentioned in this podcast are the personal opinions of the host and not meant to be taken by any sort of financial advice so, Michael, why don't you go ahead and get started talking about that uh, Bonnie and Clyde kind of deal that was going on within the crypto space. So, pretty much the main story surrounding this is that the United States Government Justice Department says that it seized $3.6 billion Oof. worth of Bitcoin stolen from a, 20, uh, from a 2016 hack. And so, pretty much the value of the Bitcoin at the time it was seized... Uh, last week marks the largest department or <laughs> marks the Justice Department's largest ever financial financial seizure. So this is the most amount of money they have taken from criminals that have made money from criminal activity. And pretty much the Justice Department said Tuesday, uh, we were recording this on Thursday, so we're not really that late. It's pretty still recent. That's why we're rec- uh, making this our Bitcoin bulletin for today. But the Justice Department said Tuesday it seized over billion worth of digital currency (laughs) stolen during a hack of a cryptocurrency exchange and all suspects given uh, the Bonnie and Clyde kind of uh, intro that we did. And also the value of the cryptocurrency at the time it was seized last week, uh, just like I said earlier, it marks the largest ever financial seizure by the Justice Department, which goes to show how influential and how much Bitcoin has grown when compared to other currency, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah, 
I mean, it's 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 easy to seize this much money from criminals in crypto because they only have to transfer it from like wallets to wallet, if that makes sense. Whereas if we're like, I feel like illegal drug activity, if they like take a drug lord's money, they physically have to take cash, which is yeah. pretty hard to do. And then you makes sense why this is the like largest seizure ever. Yeah, and then their addresses check or addresses like track everything pretty much. So. Oh yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like a constant paper trail. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I know you said two suspects. So who are these suspects exactly? So pretty much there are two suspects tied to the uh, cryptocurrency exchange hack, and the first one is I'm gonna get these completely wrong because they're uh, <laughs> non-English names, but the first one is. Elia Lynchenstein, uh, 34, 34 years old, and his wife, Heather Morgan, 31. Uh, both, both were arrested uh, without incident Tuesday morning. So pretty much the government already knew that they were directly tied to this. So they went ahead and arrested them. And pretty much who these people are is they've kind of become crypto influencers in the space. And they've also been showing off their love for crypto technology, as well as traveling all over the world, kind of flexing, uh, I guess, their crypto money, kind of flexing their status in the crypto market, if that makes sense. And their their content is kind of out there. Like when you look at them, you're like, there's no way these people like seize this much Bitcoin. But yes, they did. And it's crazy to see how uh, how smart, weird people can be in the crypto space if that makes sense yeah for sure so i mean stealing so stealing from a bank i mean it's kind of obvious you like take money or you take whatever so how did these suspects actually take all that uh crypto so pretty much according to court documents the suspects allegedly conspired to launder nearly 120,000 Bitcoin stolen oh. from a Bitfinex platform. Uh, so uh, I think Alex and I both have used Bitfinex in our kind of crypto journey. It's a great uh, like kind of starting point in the crypto market to kind of just purchase crypto with pretty much a debit card or a credit card. Yeah. And in 2016, uh, Bitfinex was hacked pretty much. And after a hacker breached the system, the like the exchange where uh, it transfers uh different bitcoin and other currencies to people's wallets it initiated more than 2000 unauthorized transactions and pretty much what these transactions uh what like the breach of the transactions did is that pretty much these uh the bonnie and clydes i'm gonna call them because their names are gonna be impossible to say but they pretty much had the bitcoin put to their accounts like it wasn't all the bitcoin because it obviously is not all 2,000 authorized transact or unauthorized transactions worth, but they are tied to receiving some of the Bitcoin during the hack. And also, the transactions included the use of computer programs to rapidly automate Bitcoin movements and deposits to try to conceal where they're coming from, with some funds eventually landing into the, into the uh, financial accounts that were tied to the uh bonnie and clyde of crypto so pretty much just like we said or just like alex said earlier it's uh your bitcoin wallet's like a paper trail that's pretty much exactly how they got caught yeah they just tracked it like okay this went to wallet went to this wallet went to this wallet okay here we go there then (laughs) and now they're now they are uh arrested if that makes sense yeah so i'm assuming they're going to jail right 
you would think that like i, I, would, I would just like assume it's like oh yeah you stole yeah. so much so money from yeah people. that's a lot and tech like actually they currently at the at the current moment we're recording this they are scheduled to not go to jail really so pretty much the judge yeah so uh it's kind of crazy how the justice system works but the judge set a bond price of five million dollars for mr Lichtenstein and three million dollars for mrs morgan so obviously they if they're mother money laundering they definitely have money that the government didn't seize i wouldn't i wouldn't be too surprised if they, they get out instantly they just maybe sell some of their bitcoin they you know found or you know, yeah you, uh, they just sell some of that bitcoin that they just miraculously uh uh came upon especially if they're money laundering it they have probably like 35 different wallets that all have bitcoin in it but um the judge also ordered uh the couple not to have any uh access to the internet or their per uh, and also prohibited them from conducting any cryptocurrency transactions which when we reading this article for the bitcoin bulletin i was like how in the world is it someone gonna block someone from using the internet? Like everything's everything's on the internet. They don't want them to like, steal no more Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. I understand that, but it's just kind of funny to say. It's like a white line. It's like how like how are they gonna like if they want to call an Uber? Like how they're gonna have to connect to the internet? Like if they want to do anything in normal life, you have to connect to the internet. I guess you could get all your news from TV. Yeah. I guess you could. Um, if like they can't use ways like that's the internet like they can't drive anywhere like they can't get directions which is crazy to think but i mean hopefully they obviously deserve it from stealing um, millions of dollars and billions of dollars from people but it's just kind of weird to make a rule like that if there's really no kind of point to it if that makes sense yeah i th- that's just crazy that they're not going to jail or going to face any time yeah it's kind of weird to think especially uh I guess you can consider since their like cryptocurrency hack or whatever isn't tied to any violence if that makes sense it wouldn't kind of ease their sentence a little bit more and also a bond price of five and three million dollars kind of offsets the charges they would receive yeah. but it's crazy to me that they didn't even spend like i would i would expect like a year in jail with a five million dollar bond if that makes sense it's, just, it's crazy to me it's just yeah. crazy how different judge i mean it's kind of it's another reason why there's so much human error and everyone has different opinions like you could they could have gotten a different judge it, it could have been a wednesday that got arrested and the, uh, there was a different judge on wednesday <laughs> and guess what that judge thought they decided they deserved to go to jail so it's just kind of crazy to think if that makes sense yeah for sure so uh if they're not going to jail what's gonna happen to them what what are they gonna do so pretty much since they're not going to jail they're currently uh facing charges relating to conspiracy to commit money laundering and conspiracy to defraud the u.s but they were not charged with any of this uh after their like kind of connections to the uh bitfinex hack so i guess they're kind of just living on they would have to live on some type of house arrest with no internet access so i guess they're just like free but not really free like free but restricted if that makes sense yeah but they kind of they deserve it i mean i'll put put my foot down on this one like all yeah like yeah that was so much money that they took from people yeah exactly it's just and also um 
So what has like this Bitfinex? Uh, what are you would expect uh, Bitfinex to come out and kind of make a statement about this? And pretty much the Hong Kong-based digital uh, cryptocurrency exchange, which Bitfinex is based in Hong Kong, it said that it was hacked in 2016, causing the price of Bitcoin to sharply drop. And at the time of the hack, Bitcoin was or the Bitcoin stolen was valued around 70 million. So it's crazy to see how a hack in 2016 uh, worth 70 billion million, sorry, with an M is now worth 3.6 billion. So it's kind of Bitfinex didn't really talk much about it. They didn't really kind of just want to stay anonymous. I mean, or to yeah. stay out of it, which that makes sense. You don't really want your, um, if I had a business, I wouldn't want my business getting hacked to be all over the news and make a statement about it. But it's just kind of crazy to see the price change like throughout the like years, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's just a ton of money. You think they'd try, I wonder if they're going to up like, security measures i don't know maybe yeah i mean they've they've definitely up security measures since this i mean it kind of you kind of learn from your mistakes if that makes sense especially in the crypto space and this was what five six seven years ago yeah no no six i think so something somewhere around there yeah you kind of just have to take it in stride if that makes sense and continue on yeah for sure so why is this news important to the future of crypto like will it affect how different companies like look at crypto so obviously you can look at this from many angles but my main angle i'm looking at this from is that you know who runs the justice department and guess what the justice department now pretty much is the owner of 3.6 billion dollars worth of bitcoin the u.s government Wow, that's a. So, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Guess what? The U.S. government technically has a wallet with around three billion Bitcoin. I want to see that wallet really bad, bro. I would. <laughs> I would. I just want to see who controls it. That's my thing. Is like, if there's like a tech nerd in the Justice Department that like understands how to do it, but no one else knows. Like, you know how much money they could. Obviously, yeah. they probably won't because they're life's on the line but just one one couple clicks of a button and they are now the owner of billions of dollars but according to nbc where i got the majority of this information from for the episode the bitcoins are still in the government's possession for bureaucratic quotation mark reasons so obviously my kind of my viewpoint of this is the government understands that cryptocurrency is valuable yeah. There's a reason that so many uh, cryptocurrency exchange, like CEOs and uh, people, large people in the crypto space, got called to Congress. Uh, I think around December or early January, it's because the government wants to learn more about it. The government wants to be able to make money off of it. The government wants to be able to track it. They don't want because they see all this money being made, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We <laughs> deserve our cut. Yeah. yeah. What, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? We, we deserve some. our cut. So uh, yeah. Uh, obviously i'm very this is very bullish in my opinion because when the government's involved more and more people will get involved more faith will be in the market if that makes sense like obviously if if uncle sam has a bitcoin wallet more and more (laughs) people will begin to venture and do more research and also like the government i mean 
obviously the government i guess it doesn't really matter if it makes money on its bitcoin investment but like the human nature of investments no one in no one in government's going to want to lose like this if yeah. that makes sense if like if someone is tied to the justice department in some way shape or form and they maybe control it or have a big like presence or big influence they're they're not going to want this to shrink to zero i mean obviously the government is can kind of just make their own money but they would obviously not want to lose um the 3.6 billion dollars they have that would suck yeah that would especially be very bad valuable. yeah but i did see on some websites that sometimes the u.s government will auction off some of their kind of seizures from illegal Ooh. activity so they could technically sell some of this bitcoin but obviously i don't i think it's going to be pretty hard for them to sell 3.6 billion dollars pretty quickly so yeah we will see and uh obviously if there's any updates on this we will definitely keep the audience uh updated and informed because this is kind of an important topic when the government owns cryptocurrency if that makes <laughs> sense. yeah so alex is there any um we kind of covered all the main points of this crypto bonnie and clyde is what i like to call it because it's more fun than saying the justice department took bitcoin from uh people but well not took seized crypto heist yeah crypto heist bonnie and clyde crypto heist that's actually that's a pretty good name i actually know that's gonna be the name of this episode bonnie and clyde crypto heist bitcoin (laughs) bulletin february 10th (laughs) new gta uh, heist (laughs) uh, but um uh, alex is there anything else you want to ask before you head out Nope, I'm pretty good. Yeah, guys, so hopefully you enjoyed the this episode of NFT Nation's Bitcoin Bulletin. We're trying to uh, kind of crank these out every time there's a huge kind of movement in the market because uh, just like because uh, the, the audience deserves to get the get the information as quick as possible. And that's what we're here to do. Obviously, we are not a uh, million dollar news recording studio so it may take us a day or two to kind of understand everything but and get it out but you know that's our that's our goal here is to inform everyone um give the best quality and the best timing as possible so yeah guys if you want to support us make sure you give us five stars on spotify that'd be awesome if you guys can do that and if you have any questions feel free to dm us on instagram or tiktok at nft underscore nation underscore podcast that helps out a lot and it lets us know what you guys want to hear and anything that may help so thanks for listening guys